This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We would be honored if you would join us. Hey guys, and welcome to episode four of season seven, Unfinished Business. Now this episode was really cool and it really rounded things out, not just for the story and chapter of Anaxis, but for Echo as well. Now I'm going to go in order of events as I explain what went down and talking about some things that I noticed along the way. The next chapter here in Season 7 will be, I think, all about Ahsoka. So I know everyone, including myself, is very anxious to learn about this, so I'm pretty stoked. Now this episode really pushes the narrative that Echo might be unloyal or corrupted by the Seps. It's a really dark theme, and the whole time you're wondering if this is really the case or not. Is he really going to just turn on them at the last second, leading them into a trap? Echo looks quite different from before he was captured by the Seps. He looks all pale, with metal access points stuck on his head like Neo would have from the Matrix. His arm is now also a complete probe connector, as I call it, for machines, kind of like what R2 uses, it's just a bit bigger. So Echo and Rex are by far the leaders here in this episode, and they really pull on heartstrings just by their general brotherhood. Everyone doubts Echo, and Rex is there to make sure that they should trust him. I also really liked how the Jedi have a much bigger role in this episode as well as leading generals. Anakin, Obi-Wan, and Mace all take the forefront as they command clones and take out droids. Anakin shows a massive segue into the dark side and his disassociation from the Jedi, which I'm going to expand upon when I talk about that scene in a few minutes. So I'm going to go into hierarchical order of this episode and everything that happened, and then uh, we can break things down a little bit as we go in there. It isn't too much to break down because it's quite self-explanatory, but there are some interesting little tidbits. Anakin basically calls them weak, and it's a really nice step into seeing more of his shift away from the Jedi and into the dark side as Vader, with even the Vader theme playing in the background, which I thought was a really nice touch. I hope that Season 7 goes into Order 66, because I feel like we didn't get to see too much of Anakin's turn in terms of detail as to what he did in the temple and how he was really feeling with everything, except for, you know, that scene in Revenge of the Sith where he's uh, crying. And in the book, it actually notes that um, he was crying not because he was so upset at what he's done, but because of the vast 
stark contrast between his dream to be a Jedi's little boy and who he has become today. Anyways, before I digress on further things, let's now summarize this episode and get on to the events. Mace Windu says, if Admiral Trench can't anticipate our moves, then maybe we can start to win. Now that, of course, Echo is not being used you know, by the Separatists. Echo walks in and says, I can improve your chances in taking back an Axis. He walks up to the computer, sticks in his droid arm thing, where he says the Bad Batch will escort him into Trench's new comm vault, which is now located on the Separatist dreadnought above an Axis. He's been convincing the Sep army to work with the intel that he has as a clone of the Republic, but this time he's going to bring about a victory for the Republic rather than a defeat. Tech readies things when he admits that he's worried of how they'll land that ship, where Rex tells him, hey, don't worry, Echo will show us how. And Tech tells him that he's really not confident Echo is in the right headspace. He doesn't know if he can trust him, and that the mission might be compromised. And this is really the first instance that we see in this episode where, you know, the other clones don't trust Echo at all. And fair enough, I mean, you know, he's been used and brainwashed for however long now, so it's only natural. Echo sends a signal to the command ship, cloaking themselves to make it look like they're just another one of the SEP ships landing. As the battle droid confirm it's one of their ships, they allow them to land. Trench tells his droid to contact Skeko as he wants to use the algorithm to see the best possible counterattack. Trench's droid tells him that the generator, which is really just what Echo coded for him to think is the generator, says to mobilize all troops on an axis to the assembly complex. The Republic will not send reinforcements, they'll put all their faith in the Jedi. The order is given by Trench, and Echo tells the team that this was his message and his plan. They don't trust him, but Rex and Anakin push to have faith in him. Echo tells them that he's moving all the droids there, even though the Jedi and clones will be vastly outnumbered. He'll then proceed to shut them all down. This fight scene is pretty awesome. It's pure Clone Wars battle time, uh, you know, with jet troopers, Master Windu, Kenobi, and the 212th Attack Battalion. All the droids enter the assembly complex, where Echo sends an energy surge through the computer and fries the droids. Trench then plans to blow up the entire complex, which would destroy most of Inaxis, while Echo tries to stop it. And Anakin runs to get to Trench, just in case Echo fails. Now this is where it gets pretty cool and interesting. Mace goes to disarm the bomb, and Kenobi gets the clones to evacuate. As Mace hits the lower level, he finds the bomb which is protected by a ray shield, so he can't get to the control box to enter the codes. Echo feeds him the numbers, and Mace uses the force to actually move the switches to the according numbers, until Trench finds out what's going on within the ship, where he orders for a surge to knock Echo out. So now they're stuck without the final code to disarm the bomb. Mace has to figure out the last number for himself when all is proceeding as Trench had hoped for an axis, Anakin shows up and we literally get the same shot of him when he was about to execute Order 66 on the Younglings. And this is another foreshadowing moment telling us that he's really tapping into the dark side here in this scene. Now in this scene, Anakin really shows his dissociation from the Jedi and his path to the dark side entirely as we even get the Vader theme going on. And he takes out the commando droids guarding Trench, where he threatens for him to tell Anakin the final code to disarm the bomb. Trench tells him that Dooku will kill him if he loses an Axis, and Anakin warns him that he'll do the same if he doesn't spill. Trench calls a bluff and says that Jedi wouldn't do such things because they're very noble, when Anakin right away just slashes his robotic arms off and tells him, I don't have such weaknesses. 
which to me was a really nice way of portraying that Anakin is really going there. He's really going the distance here. He's letting that anger in this moment take over, and he's even going as far as separating himself from the Jedi Code by calling them all weak. This is really now giving us insight into Anakin and where his mind is at. He's obviously harboring some things, right? We saw it in the last episode where Obi-Wan knows about Anakin and Padme, and so does Rex, and he kind of, you know, taunts Anakin with it and be like, you know, at least tell Padme I say hi, and Anakin just gives him this really nasty glare, like, yo, dude, don't go there. So we're starting to get some insight on Anakin's psyche as we enter Order 66 eventually, I'm hoping, in this season. Anakin gives Master Windu the final number, which is seven, and the bomb is disarmed. The day is saved. Trench shocks Anakin, which results in him getting impaled through the chest with a lightsaber, which I thought, again, was another dark side move, but I mean, at this point, you know, he had to protect himself, so... Anakin picks up a detonator before he leaves and runs out of there as Trench dies. The crew take out a bunch of droids, which were... <laughs> this was a really sweet scene for me. I love seeing Wrecker in action and Crosshair in action. Um, Wrecker just absolutely takes them out like an NFL linebacker. And Crosshair just uses these several deflectors that he sticks to the walls to shoot with a blaster. Just one shot. And it ricochets in precision to kill just... It looks like hundreds of droids. The final scene ends with Hunter and the Clone Force 99 leaving back to their ship as he tells Echo that his path is different from the rest of the clones. We can see some internal struggle here as Echo comes to terms with his new life as a cyborg and Rex encourages him to trust his gut feeling and to go with the Bad Batch, to become a new member of their crew if he truly feels that's where he belongs now. Echo actually joins the Force and it's now a force of five and they all salute Rex before the credits roll. I really like this episode. I feel like it was a nice conclusion to the chapter of Anaxis and Admiral Trench. I also really enjoyed Anakin's momentary rage as he told Trench that he doesn't have the same weaknesses of the Jedi when it comes to sparing living beings. It also was nice to get that little foreshadowing moment of Anakin when he was about to kill the younglings and now killing Trench. It just kind of shows that he's really tapping into that darkness, I think, especially with the Vader uh, music that was playing just as he told Trench that he doesn't have such weaknesses as the Jedi. Which is something that always, you know, Vader always believes. It's like, Anakin Skywalker was weak. I destroyed him. The Jedi are weak. You know, he's always all about thinking, you know, power, 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 and the Jedi didn't have that. And the Jedi were holding him back. At least that's my interpretation of it. Something else I'd like to point out in this episode that I really liked was we got Mace Windu actually offering civility to the droids, saying that they could be programmed for something much more worthy. Which I thought was pretty cool because Mace normally just kind of, you know, goes in there swinging sometimes, but he really got to show some of his intellectual side as well as his, you know, a bit of comedy. <laughs> it's like, hey, give up. But, you know, of course, droids aren't autonomous like that. They can't really think for themselves all that much. They have their duty and they have their programming. To, you know, just wipe out the, uh, the Republic and the clones and the Jedi. So, and on a side note, if you want to know more about Mace Windu and his powers and his tactics and everything like that, you should check out the book Shatterpoint. It's older and it's legends, of course, now, but it really dives into a lot of the stuff that is Mace Windu, including his power of Shatterpoint and the pod and so on and so forth, how Palpatine even thought of the pod too. So it's a nice book that really focuses on Mace. Hope you guys enjoyed this uh, episode. I really did. I think that Dave Filoni did a really great job. And if you enjoyed this little breakdown and discussion about it, leave a like. And I'll see you guys in the next one. I can't wait for the next episode. It's going to be episode 5. And we will go on to Ahsoka's arc and where she's been. All right. Have an awesome day, everyone. Until the next episode, remember, the Force will be with you always. <laughs>